Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. There we were, two young dreamers Stepping into a cold, cold world Leaving comfort of shelter You lonely boy, scared girl Lonely boy, scared girl You wanted me, I wanted freedom And I thought you were the key to escape Cold, cold world of a frightened little girl. Lord, I surrender to the broken heart mender, fan the flame. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. 
Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Good evening. Glad to have you joining us for Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. We continue in the 22nd season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 838 tonight. Our program this evening is with Sugarcane Jane, otherwise known as Anthony Crawford and Savannah Lee. They are from Loxley, Alabama, and have been sweethearts of Americana for over a decade. Between them, they've amassed a rich musical resume with their talents being recruited by such notables as Neil Young, Steve Winwood, and Dwight Yoakam. The music Anthony and Savannah make together is simple, it's direct, it's rooted in country and rock, and anchored by their beautiful harmonies. Welcome Savannah Lee and Anthony Crawford, Sugarcane Jane, to Red Barn Radio. No one's accusing me of working too much and my prospects looking slim. I was chasing the light at the end of the tunnel when it jumped up and got me again. Got me again. Yes, it got me again. I don't mean to shoot myself in the foot, but somehow I just can't resist. To be so close yet so far away, I am so tired of this, so tired of this. I am so tired of this. Smoke and mirrors fade into nothing, and nothing is ever what it seems. Examining the inner workings of my love for life, and no, she's not an easy read, not an easy read. I've got this one friend, this one in particular, sometimes I turn to for advice. But now that I have placed him in cement shoes, I better turn it up or put it on ice. I better put it on ice. Turn it up or put it on ice. One would think that one would know after so many years What happens when you push red buttons And to have been given so many chances To walk away just like it was nothing Just like nothing Walk away just like it was nothing Accusing me of working too much and my prospects looking slim. I was chasing the light at the end of the tunnel when it jumped up and got me again. Whoa. 
Savannah Lee and Anthony Crawford have been making great music for many years. The last decade has marked a great change for both of these artists. Anthony moved from Nashville, where he'd settled smartly to play his role as a much-in-demand session player and road warrior, back to his home region in Alabama. Savannah, who co-owned and managed a legendary vintage analog studio in Nashville called Deep Field Studio, did some recording of her own and then met Anthony. They did some singing together and soon discovered that the harmony they experienced together transcended even music and was worth taking to heart. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight learning more about their Gulf Coast hometown in Alabama and the range of collaborations and experiences these veteran players have undertaken over the years. Speaking of collaborations, accompanying Sugarcane Jane tonight is Birmingham singer-songwriter Lolly Lee. Lolly Lee is not just a singer and songwriter with lots to say, but she's also a multi-instrumentalist, loved by many in her region and elsewhere. I'm glad to say that Lolly will be playing some of her songs during the program as well. Welcome to Red Barn Radio's Evening of Music and Conversation with Sugarcane Jane and Lolly Lee. In my ears, I hear burning. In my heart, I feel a peace. And I have turned my attention towards the sky. And now my soul
Tight and high-energy folk music you're listening to on Red Barn Radio tonight comes from Savannah Lee and Anthony Crawford. They call themselves Sugarcane Jane. Anthony and Savannah have been doing a lot of stuff over the last 13 years, not the least of which is bringing up three kids, I think maybe two of whom are probably in middle school now, huh? One in middle school. One in middle. Yep, two in elementary. You've also continued with your music. What a gift to your kids, not giving them at any point in time the impression that they were the only important thing in your life. And I mean that. So many parents have their children and for, forget who they are as human beings and what their needs are, and, and then their kids miss out on seeing their parents wrapped and something like of their own, you know. It's interesting that you say that because Savannah and I went and visited Neil Young on his bus in Mobile when he played the Sanger Theater. Uh, Our first child, Loretta, we took her down to see Neil on the bus. We went on there. First thing he did was most people like, oh, she's beautiful. He just looked at us and goes, don't quit what you're doing. (laughs) All right, right on. We keep our music going because that's what got us together and I think that our kids are musical and and we uh, keep that fire burning for sure. Now where I long to be is underneath that live oak tree sipping cool iced tea writing my poetry where the gentle breeze sweetens my memories that's the me that you will find in my southern state of mind na 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 Cotton fields so white Glowing in the pale moonlight Underneath the sky on a sultry August night Like a mystery Mystically she waits for me Pieces of what I find In my southern state of mind Front porch swing 
It's all coming back to me Precious, sweet, and kind My southern state of mind ago she was uh you know 15 16 and i was you know 19 or something we were living in birmingham and she was playing music and i i don't really recall where the first show was but i just recognized her as just an energy that was not going to be denied and i just have always been an, uh, an admirer of her talent and she has a lot of people who love her and we did not communicate for decades. I went out on the road and just lived a different life out there traveling and just lost track of each other. And then I gave her a call a couple of years ago and wanted to uh, work with her. And I never heard from her. And then about maybe four or five months ago, I get a call and it's Lolly calling me back. You know, it's just like, all right, hey, Lolly. And she <laughs> sent me these songs that that she had written, and I was just so blown away at her songwriting that we decided that the three of us would make a, a recording. We have a recording studio, Admiral Bean Studio, down where we live, and we started working together and realized that as our voices matched and just as human beings, we just really have a lot of fun together, so who knows where it's going to take us in the future, but yeah, Lolly's is certainly a great talent. Crickets and ice, minnows, crickets and ice. They'd add a bootlegger's price, no charge for free advice. Rusty relics in the yard, arranged like modern art. Betty Bates with beans and lard, traditional avant garde. Springtime peace of war. He's 
Certain people learn in different ways. I would just listen to what I wanted to play. Bluegrass music, I, I remember seeing Mark O'Connor at a bluegrass festival oh. back when he was 14 years old, and it was jaw-dropping, his talent. It made me realize that I was going to be focusing on rhythm for somebody mm. like that because he yeah. was so great. But I just loved the acoustic guitar, and I would watch Glenn Campbell all the time. He was a great guitarist. Roy Clark. Yeah. When right. I was a kid, all those people that were on TV at the time, they were great players. And and so uh, even on the Lawrence Welk show, there was a guy named <laughs> Neil Levang that could just play anything. I mean, play guitar. He was fantastic. Yeah. He like was like super great. swing style. He could do player, anything. Jazz, everything. All of it. Yeah. So I'm sure he knew how to read music and all that, but I don't know. Of I course. just couldn't. I, I don't know. I wasn't into that part of it. I fell in love with the guitar, and then I moved on to the mandolin, and then just the violin and <coughs> pedal steel, all the things that just make beautiful vibration. And I use the knowledge that I have on this and apply it to that. I don't claim to really know my way around on any of them, but I love to use them in the studio, and I love producing and music. you somehow ended up like playing violin at Royal Albert Hall with Steve Winwood on Back in the High Life. He did do that, and that, well, that amazes me. A lot of different instruments. I'm, of course, the violin and mandolin mm-hmm. are related, I guess. And That's the, right. And the even the tunings. Bowing versus picking versus pedal steel, yeah. which is a whole different That's animal. That's right. I've got a good friend of mine, Pete Nice, that I think <coughs> that he spent the night over at my house one time, and he slept in the studio underneath the pedal steel. He tells the story <laughs> that he just, for some reason... I think the uh, pedal steel just was something that he fell in love with, and he became like a great pedal steel player. And so I'm proud to say that my love for it inspired him, which that's what music does. It inspires other people to do things. So that was a a good moment for me. Yeah. Trash bounds crashed out in the VFW parking lots. Heather is a cash cow You want more, well that's what she's got A long way from home Hold up 
my parents were educators, and so they didn't know how to play any instruments, but my next-door neighbor played piano, and they got me taking piano lessons as a young child, so <coughs> I did get into music that way, and I was always a singer. I loved Annie when I was little, and I wasn't afraid to go out and sing in front of, you know, my whole K through 12. I think I did that, and I just had a love for music at an <coughs> early age, and that led me into other things, guitar, bass, and uh-huh. and whatnot. Anthony's got me playing snare drum sometimes and um, different instruments. He introduced me to the bass like a few years ago, so I do not claim to be a bass player, but if I can make him happy and I don't get that look when I'm playing, uh. I'm good. <laughs> I learned how to play bass on stage. He gave me a one-hour lesson, and then we went out and played a gig, so... I did have to make some mistakes, obviously, to get where I am now, and, you know, still probably will make a few, hopefully not too many tonight, but, yeah, you have to when you're on stage, you know, it's probably the best way to learn. It's like learning a foreign language. If you actually just immerse yourself into that Mm. and the culture, you will pick it up quicker, and I guess that's the same with musical instrument. And if you're in the company of people who... encourage you and and welcome you to take chances, make mistakes, not be afraid of them, right? That is correct. In fact, the the last bass player that we had, um, which we we had to let go when we had our third child uh, because we couldn't afford the babysitting, but he said that playing with Anthony was like having an Olympic athlete as a jogging partner, and I thought that was a pretty good I like that. I did too. It's pretty accurate. Udella opens the door, rings the dinner bell. Coon hounds are howling. You can hear them all the way over to Slidell. Turks and choir boys cut short. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back. Here we go. Spark your rifle, sharpen up your blade. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. We've been here before, getting back with you. Now I remember what I'm here for. Woke up this morning, there 
was something I had to do. So I got on my horse and I went looking for a clue. I put my ear in the dirt, listening for a sound. Tugging at my heart and I couldn't put it down. Tugging at my heart and I couldn't put it down. You take some pretty common chords and voice them in some pretty uncommon ways. It's just such a great sound and full sound. Thank you. I have to say, it's the guitar is so inspiring. That particular guitar. This guitar <clears throat> itself, I have to say, it's a 1965 Hummingbird, Hummingbird. And I saw it at a music store, and my father-in-law threw down on it with me, so it's kind of half his. <laughs> but uh, he was so nice, I, I just had to have it. And so I didn't have the money at the time, but I could not let it get away. He helped me get it. Thanks, Pop. But it's just so beautiful, and I think the spirit inside this guitar is incredible. I've put a lot of time into playing guitar, and there's a guy that, that everybody probably knows, Tony Rice. He was so great, and I, I'm a fan of him and, and anybody else out there that can do that really super cool rhythm. Lead's all great and all, but if you've got a good right hand with the uh, cross-picking thing, that's a, that's a good thing to have. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All week, turn me upside down, falling together apart. And that glow of what love was made of is blending itself to the dark. Blending itself to the dark. Ordinarily, while upside down, once we would sail this storm. But the seas have calmed down and together, separately, walking our way back to town. Walking our way back to town. He, the red flags It's a whole endless falling. Don't drink the water from that well. Temperature is low, and so it is in your heart. Too many days left alone, time to ponder, finding a new place to start. Finding a new place to start. He, the red light's warning, danger. 
if it's mentoring that they provided for you they didn't bring you on to learn from them or to be mentored they hired you that's right and and you certainly observed them and grew through that experience with neil i just found that he had such a, a a command of just the energy around him he would surround himself with characters you know it wasn't just all about the playing it was about who the people are that hold the instrument and and all of that so i i've learned that you know there's certainly people out there that play instruments better than others but when you get with certain people and you can realize that you you have this harmonious energy together you recognize that you can't always just look at somebody's playing ability like for instance with pete anderson though he would tell me I was going to play a show at the Chicago House in Austin for the uh, Austin, whatever that thing is they do every year. It's some kind of South South by by Southwest. I went down there. I was going to play. And he said, what you need to do is go stand in front of the mirror and play your set. I had six or seven songs that I was playing at the time. And he said, you just got to go and just really get comfortable with it and do it like you just, just know it. And so... I did that every day. I followed his advice. I did that, and I played my set twice or three times a day in front of a mirror, and by the time I went to do the show, I knew it so well, and I got a standing ovation. It was one of the most remarkable moments of my life and realized that, once again, hard work and focus is everything with music. You know, you just have to know it to where you're not standing here tonight and being too nervous about thinking, oh, boy, whatever. What were you looking at in the mirror? Were you looking at uh, sort of all aspects of you, your posture, how you presented facially, or were you essentially I, looking at your instrument? I don't even know why he said the mirror. <laughs> I mean, I just look at my pretty face, you know. I mean, sure. Hey, right, dude, right. you're good looking. I think uh, just standing there in front of it, it put some sort of pressure on it. I don't know if it, yeah. it wasn't like just walking around out in the yard or something. There was some stationary place I had to be, and I had to do it twice a day. And I think that seeing myself do it made me believe that I was doing it, because I was, and I saw myself doing it. So when I went out there to play that show, I I guess I saw myself doing it, and I did it. And it was one of the biggest shows I've ever done in my life. Ah, cool. Yeah. We're going to take a miracle if it happens at all. So tell me, are you in, are you out, are you going to stay, are you going to walk to be a fly, to be a fly, on the wall, you're going to take a miracle to get you to talk. To be a fly To be a fly 
Are you in? Are you out? Are you gonna stay? Are you gonna walk to be a fly? To be a fly? On the wall. On the wall. On the wall. So with Neil, you learn a lot about how a, a functional versus dysfunctional band operates. Well, he would he, get all the dysfunctional people in his <laughs> band. I mean, oh, no. oh yeah, really? No, no, they're all great <laughs> musicians. You had to be a character to last with Neil. Okay. Was, I think one of the things that you learn from Neil is more of um, on the recording side. Oh is yeah, got some great recording chops. A little different from some other artist, maybe that you've worked with. Do you mean his process? His or process or his of process? recording. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. and I think just being a. Uh, true to the moment and trying to capture an entire song with a, a group of people and uh, not do too much to it after that. Huh. Let it be real and raw and uh, any kind of little minor mistakes or what just, you know, if it's not like blaring, I think that he would probably go yeah. with it. Is that correct? I, mean, I think, I'm just, yeah, you, I think you if would it was something too bad, they had a way to get it fixed, but he, he was a, an energy guy. Stevie Winwood. So talk about a talented uh, oh. guy who plays a lot of the. I mean, amazing electric guitar oh, player. Yeah, he does. I got in with him at the end of uh, back in the High Life tour and the Roll With It tour. I just realized when I saw him play electric guitar, I was blown away at his yeah. his just tasty feel for it. You know, because he, he's known for playing the the organ and. Other things, but I guess he's known for that too. I mean, but to me, in my mind, I always just saw him behind the B three. But uh, but also, Steve's just an incredibly brilliant person musically. He's the smartest guy I've ever met musically. He knows everything. He really knows a lot about music. I can tell you a story. I was over there visiting with him at his home over there in the Cotswolds. I was going to go on a vacation with him after our tour, and I was uh, in my room and I heard this noise one morning and it was like and I was like what in the world so I looked out the window and there was a virgin balloon that had virgin written on it yeah and uh, Richard Branson had landed his balloon in Steve's (laughs) yard we were going to go for a balloon ride so we went for a balloon ride and this was right when Richard Branson was going to balloon around the world it's just kind of a neat story but Steve was a, a, a great person to hang with. He he always loved to have a nice pint, you know, and I was the only guy in the band that wasn't on a 12-step program, so I could <laughs> I got to be good friends with him. I'd go drink a, a pint or two with him, so it was fun. Well, the days were long and times were tough, but I think I feel a little better. I can't tell you when it happened. I was on the phone talking to a friend. She said, you take away from here the very thing you need to know. You put it in your pocket, you get away from here, and you never look back. You let it help you. 
could tell I needed glasses when the doctor said you're going blind. And it's all between your ears and you better open up your heart because I can see that you're dying. He said you take away from here the very thing you need to know. You put it in your pocket, you get away from here. Started to dissolve And from all the good and free advice I received I was ready to resolve To take away from here The very thing I need to know And put it in my pocket To get away from here I was on the phone talking to a friend She said you take away from here The very thing you need to know You put it in your pocket Shocking Pinks. So I think I saw you play with them. That's right, yeah. Yeah, with in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I think so, at James Madison yeah. University, a mm-hmm. long time ago. Love that band. Do, do you remember me from that concert? I do. You're, were you the one that I, threw the beer at me? <laughs> no, I was the one who, who said to you, would you sign this? You cuffed me in the side of the head and said, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No, no. The Shocking Pinks, that was a, a great band. Nobody knew it was Neil at the time when we first started doing it. There was no internet or people didn't project what they saw out to the world and everybody was aware of it. We would go out and play with Neil and then we would take an intermission and then all go dress up in these 50s rock and roll suits, pink suits with black pants. And Neil came out with his hair slicked back in a white suit. And we would play rockabilly. And people did not know what to think. At first, they were like, boo or, you know. But by the time we finished with it, they loved the music. And, uh, and then he quit doing it. They started loving it, and he quit. That's, keeps he keeps changing. them on their toes. Which gets to the next you know, question I had, and the importance of change for artists to grow. So we change mainly because he wants to change. I just mm. go along with whatever he wants to do. I would prefer to just keep the same thing because I know how to do it, and he pushes me to change. But, you know, after I do it, I, I appreciate it, and I'm glad we did. 
our whole sugarcane Jane duo has uh, warped from many things. You know, at one time I was playing the snare drum while Anthony played the kick drum. And, you know, I played the acoustic guitar for a little while. We were both playing guitar and, and now the bass. So You're 30 seconds. Next time that? we come over, no. I'm going to be playing the violin. I'm just... Behind your back. Behind my back. Yeah. Who knows? One thing, if you go outside of what we're doing, and then you look at what the world is like now over the last two or three decades, I can just say that it's not the same world to be able to present your music to people because little things make a big difference. Like whoever decided to quit putting CD players in cars killed an industry of CDs because now it's all like online, you know, digital this, that, and the other. So for people like us who are out there trying to to get our music out to people – you don't really have that avenue of having people come up and go, oh, I want to buy that CD. You know, you have to have vinyl, and not everybody has a vinyl uh, record player anymore. So uh, it's it's an interesting process there, and we have found that what you do is you just play your music pretty much for free, and you go out and people buy a T-shirt or a hat or whatever, and the music is just something to get people interested in to come and to see you and maybe pay a little attention to you financially but you you have to love it for what it is you can't Mm. be out there at our level and think anything other than uh we're journeymen with this music before i go into your house i think i'll stay outside and think it out i know there's a storm possibly i've been here before and i've seen it happen to if you're just not finding out what you like, better late than never. Take a day, spend it away, and I'll see you around whenever. Questions asked through the looking glass, and if you can live with what you see, give me the plan. I'm a patient man, and I'll try to make it look like me, yeah. I hope I find the strength to be able to put myself in neutral with you. I know I can think everything in the world of myself, but when I get in front of you, I hope that I melt and I want to throw away all these feelings that come from the darker side of me that I don't like myself. I'm hoping that you will see we need to be vulnerable. All that we were before doesn't matter anything right now, but if you're just not finding out what you like better late than never. It away and I'll see you around whenever Questions asked through the looking glass And if you live with what you see Give me the plan, I'm a patient man And I'll try to make it look like me, yeah inspiration myself I'd like to read into your heart baby that last chapter was a little bit rough on me you got your reason, your rhyme and your method to your madness and if you could only write it down in big big letters please my side is failing 
what you tell me I blind as a bat on the bottom in a submarine My ears are ringing with anticipation Desperation just to hear your voice To me you're just like music But to you I'm just noise If you just stop finding out what you like Baby, late never Take a day, spin it away And I'll see you around whenever Questions asked through the looking glass And if you live with what you see Give me the plan, I'm a patient man And I'll try to make it look like me Try to make it look like me, yeah We're trying to make it look like me, yeah Yeah, yeah to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. First, Sugarcane Jane and Lolly Lee, our guests tonight. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. And now before we close out tonight's program, let's bring back for one more tune, Sugarcane Jane. I was flying in my dreams last night Among the silver stars 
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world. 